0: change. Today we're going to be talking and taking a look at change. Now I've, I've kind of come to realize that there are two different kinds of people when it comes to change. Those who love and thrive on change, who get bored when they have to do the same thing two times in a row. And then those of you who are sweating right now because I've even used and mentioned the word change a, a couple times already. So where do you find yourself? Are you, are you someone who loves change and, and needs change or um, you hate change? Well, let's just, I'll just ask this one question. Raise your hand if you enjoy change, if you like change. It's a good thing for you. Oh, wow. A number of you. That's, that's interesting. Now, there's no right or wrong uh, answer to that question, right? It's not like one is better uh, than the other. Um, but I know that some of you like change, some of you don't. But, But what I've also come to realize is that whether you like change or whether you you don't, all of us, all of us, need some stability. Uh, In the midst of change in this world, all of us need some things that we can count on, some things that stay the same, things that kind of anchor us and and plant us firmly. Uh, As the world swirls and whirls and changes around us, all of us need things that we can return to time and time again, things that, that simply remain the same. And I think that's true because change can be hard can it? I mean, think about even some of the really great changes in your life, some of the, the welcome changes that you've been looking forward to. Maybe getting married, right? A welcome, exciting, amazing change, and yet uh, that's sometimes a, a, an interesting transition, uh, a hard transition, or, or starting a new job, or, or, or buying a new home, or, or having kids. I mean, all of these are, are most often welcome, exciting, wonderful changes, but that doesn't always mean that they're easy. Or maybe a good example is uh, going away to college. If you went away to college and and moved away, that's an exciting time for many uh, people. It's a time in many young people's lives that they look forward to with eagerness. They can spread their wings, get away from mom and dad uh, for a little bit. It's a welcome change. And and yet I think so many young people look forward to those uh, random phone calls to mom and dad, knowing that mom and dad are just a phone call away and... They look forward to to returning home at Thanksgiving or Christmas, to sit around the same kitchen table that they sat around for years, to sleep in the same bed that they slept in night after night after night, to to hang out with the same high school friends uh, that they always have. And and yet, and so in the midst of this amazing change, they look forward to things you can count on. And I've actually known a few people who, while they were away at at school, um, their parents moved, they thought, all right, the kids are out of the house now, now's the time for us to move to Florida or Arizona or whatever the case may be, and, and they had to be hard, disorientating, because the one place that these young college students thought that they could return to and count on, that would give them some stability in the midst of all the other changes was, was gone suddenly. All of us need some, something to center us, something to anchor us in the midst of change, because change can be hard and if that's the case with good, welcome change, I think it's even more so the case with unwelcome change, isn't it? We get the, the phone call from the doctor that it's cancer for us or, or for someone we love. That's an unwelcome change, and, and that can obviously be hard. when we when we lose the job or the home is foreclosed upon or when someone we love is taken away from us by, by death, these are big changes. And in the midst of these times, we need something. We crave something that we can return to, something that will, will anchor us and for, uh, plant us firmly, that will provide some stability while, while the world is in chaos around us. You know, our, our church is in a time of change, isn't it? Uh, First of all, you were stuck with me, and uh, I I won't make you raise your hand to to tell you whether that's a welcome or an unwelcome change, um, but it was a change, and and that takes some getting used to. Now the Lucero family is going to be moving on uh, from us, and in many ways that's a, a great change for them, that they get to be together as a family, live together after some time apart, and yet there'll still be things for you all to figure out with that change, and and for those of us staying here, uh, that's going to mean some changes too. And, and there are many unknowns out there, right? I mean, what is worship going to look like and, and how is this going to work? This is a time of some unknown change waiting before us. And, and maybe you're sitting here today in, in the church that you grew up in or a church you've been attending for a long, long time, years and years and years, and you, and you look at all the changes going around you in this church, and it can be scary, can't it? Uh, to, to think about uh, how is God going to provide and, and what is life going to look like for all of us here. Change can be hard. It can even be scary. So I want to ask you, what is it for you that centers you? Uh, what do you find yourself returning to time and time again as the world swirls and whirls and changes around you? What is it for you that grounds you and anchors you? you ever thought about that? What do you find yourself going back to? Is it, is it a person is it a, a husband or a wife, uh, maybe a parent that you know you can count on, that you think will always be there for you, and no matter what changes, at least you have them? Is it a person? Or, or maybe it's a place. Maybe it is a home, whether it's your home or a vacation home, somewhere you've gone for years, and it, it's that location that kind of grounds you in, in time and space, and you know you can count on it. Or, Maybe it's something like one of grandma's old recipes that's never changed throughout the years, that comfort food um, that helps center you in life, and no matter what else changes, you have that, or a, or a comfortable pair of jeans. But whatever it is for you, I think we all have those things that we go back to, that, that we kind of reach for. Uh, when everything is, else is maybe taken away from us, what is that? What is it going to be for us as a church that, that holds us together? What is it for us that we can count on, no matter what else changes? Well, in our reading from Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 8, we get our answer today. And this is what the author of Hebrews writes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. See, brothers and sisters, it's our faith in Christ that anchors us today. He is the one that centers us. He is the one that we can hold on to and grab onto, No matter what else is taken from us, we will always have him. He is that firm foundation under our feet that will never shift or, or move or, or slide away. You see, Jesus and his word never changes. His truth never changes. His, his promises that he has made to you oh so long ago, they never change. His love will never be taken away from you. His presence in your life and for you will never go away. Away. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. You don't have to worry like, well, God's word was written so long ago. Does it apply to me today? Yes, He doesn't change. And, and the promises that He made thousands of years ago to, to people who are long dead, they are still for you, our God. He never changed. In the midst of whatever else happens, He's there for you. Just a few verses earlier, the author writes this The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. See, no matter what changes around us, we, we have nothing to fear. No matter what changes in our church, we have Jesus. So we don't have to be afraid, no matter what changes in our culture. And many of you probably turn on the TV or, or listen to the radio or go online and you see things changing in our culture and it can be scary sometimes, but you see, we don't have to be afraid because we have Jesus and he stays the same and his love will always be there for you. And no matter what changes in our political worlds and There's lots of changes going on there. We don't have to be afraid because we have Jesus and and he will never change. See, as Christians, we have this immovable foundation in Jesus Christ that wipes away fear. And and I hope and I pray that that's a comfort to you. (laughs) To know that of all the things that come and go in this world, he will always be there. And yet, I think in our our sinfulness and our brokenness, there are there are times that we kind of get bored with God, don't we? He doesn't seem too exciting, and so we think to ourselves, wouldn't it be nice if we could just kind of change maybe his word a little bit, uh, make it more exciting, make it more relevant, uh, make it more culturally friendly, make it kind of say the things that we want uh, to hear for our, our lives. It can seem sometimes like God and his unchangingness, it, it confines us, like it's this box that traps us and, and leaves us in, inside. And and yet, brothers and sisters, it's, it's this unchangingness of God which actually frees us. When we have him as our firm foundation, when, when he is our roots that we are planted deeply and we are allowed to grow and flourish, and, and because we have God who, who doesn't change, we are free to live the full and complete lives that he has planned for us as his children. We, we are free to go out into the world to love and serve in new and exciting ways, meeting the needs of a, of a changing world and, and culture, as he's called us to not that God's word and his truth and his love and his promises and and the fact that he doesn't change confines us, but it's actually that it frees us. When we have something to hold on to, we are free to go out free from fear. A good example of this is in the beginning of our reading for today. Uh, Maybe you noticed it, Hebrews 13, the whole first section is just a bunch of commands and It's kind of one after another hitting us and and maybe you kind of checked out because it was just like so repetitive, all these commands, okay, okay, gotta do that, I gotta do that. But the, the very first one I think exemplifies this. The author writes in verse one, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. You see, when we have Christ as that firm foundation, when he is that anchor that we hold on to, we are free to keep that command in new and exciting ways. What does it look like to to love one another as brothers and sisters? Well, for some of us, it's going to mean holding the door open for someone on the way outside of church today. And for others of you, it's going to mean showing up at a summer supper to, to feed the hungry and And sometimes it's going to mean uh, simply going out and meeting our neighbors to let them know that we're there for them. When we have the sure foundation of of the cross of Jesus Christ and the empty tomb, a promise of his love and and grace and forgiveness, we can keep that command in in new and exciting ways. It doesn't confine us, but it frees us to go out into the world and to love one another as brothers and sisters. But the same goes for all the other commands. It says that marriage should be honored by all. We're to keep our lives sexually pure. We're, We're We're to remember our leaders. Uh, We are uh, to be free from the love of money, to be content with what we have, and we can do all that, not out of guilt or, or fear or shame or to feel like we're just doing it to get God off of our back, but we can keep all those commands because we have the unchanging promise of God's forgiveness, that no matter where we fall short, that his love will cover us. And so we can go out and we can keep all of these commands, this whole list, not out of fear, but out of love for him, and love for the people he's placed in front of us. No, I am sure today of two things. Two things I know today. And and the first is that change is coming. The world that you're going to wake up to tomorrow is going to be very different than the world you're living in today. You're going to turn on the news tomorrow morning and hear about a a changing world and culture and political scene. Your your kids uh, tomorrow are going to be wiser and older and taller than they were today. Um, You are going to be older, hopefully wiser, maybe not taller than you were today um, jobs are going to come and they're going to go some of us will be celebrating births and others of us grieving deaths change is coming the other thing i know is that our god does not change and no matter what else is taken from us in this life his promise of grace and forgiveness will always be there no matter who is taken from us by death his promise of life everlasting will stay the same, no matter what comes and goes, no matter what changes, you have a God who will always be there for you, because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever, in his name, amen.